Maple sugaring season in New England arrives in early March with the subtle songs of brown creepers and ends with the quacking of wood frogs come April. For some, it's a perennial ritual, painstakingly completed as we usher out the bitter wisps of winter and embrace balmier, brighter days of early spring. And whether you're producing maple syrup with just a few buckets or if you've expanded operations with a full-blown sugar shack, you know this much to be true. Sugaring is an art. And a science. And a great excuse to be outdoors with family and friends. For the Forest Society, I'm Dave Anderson. And I'm Chris Martin from New Hampshire Audubon. And this is Something Wild. So this is our first year as sugar makers, and we only decided to get into it in February, so we didn't have a lot of time to prepare. That's Phil Brown, Director of Land Management for New Hampshire Audubon. Uh, my wife, Julie. My daughter, Laurel, who's eight, and my son, Alden, who's six, uh, are the sugar makers of the family. Quite honestly, they're, they're more interested in licking sap from the spouts than they are in, uh, in doing the, the grunt work. Phil is long acquainted with spending time in the natural world. But brand new to the joys of maple sugaring, which can often turn into a time-consuming project. I haven't always had this kind of time in March. I'm usually doing more field work at this point. Um, so this has been a great time to discover an, a pretty underappreciated month, in my opinion. Most maple seasons last about four to six weeks, and I can tell you firsthand that they go by quickly. That's because sugaring is so dependent on the weather, we never know just how long optimal conditions will last. And by optimal conditions, we're talking daytime temperatures that reach into the 40s and overnight lows that land in the 20s. This Goldilocks zone is just right for maple sap runs because temperature fluctuation is what creates the pressure gradient shock that drives sap flow. All you need to do at this point is literally drill a hole, hook up a small tap to a maple tree, hang a bucket, and let gravity do its thing. And once that sap starts flowing, you gotta get it while the getting's good. This is where having a little help goes a long way. Here's Phil again. Yeah, back in early March when there was still a lot of snow on the ground and we discovered an efficient way of moving sap, uh, our kids would, would be on either side of the, the bucket, sitting in a sled, and flying down the driveway, the 50-pound uh, bucket of sap in between them, sliding downhill to the fire pit for the boiling. In order to make maple syrup, sap needs to be boiled down for several hours to achieve the syrup point density. At 219 degrees Fahrenheit, that's seven degrees above the boiling point of water. The sap turns to syrup. And it can take 40 to 50 gallons of raw sap to make one gallon of finished syrup. So having friends and kids around to help maintain the fire for hours on end makes the whole process easier and, frankly, way more fun. It's also a chance to enjoy the sweet liquid songs of a brown creeper. Notice the sudden appearance of red-winged blackbirds and the first woodcocks and song sparrows, too. But let's face it, the best part of this whole song and dance is, well... The maple syrup! Liquid gold. Yeah, it's, uh, this is the best syrup we've ever tasted. Uh, it might not win any contests, um, but it's, you know, it, it has a, a nice smoky quality, maybe thanks to the, the open fire, and uh, plate licking is encouraged with this syrup. We, we won't let one drop go to waste. And like many rituals that connect us with trees and wildlife and the outdoors... Sugaring is about seizing joy right at winter's end and on the cusp of a new spring season. Yeah, that too. Hey, pass the pancakes, would you? With pleasure. For Something Wild, I'm Dave Anderson. And I'm Chris Martin. Special thanks to Phil Brown, 
for sharing his first experiences as a budding maple sugar farmer. Something Wild is a joint production of New Hampshire Audubon, the Society for the Protection of New Hampshire Forests, and NHPR. Our producer is Emily Quirk.